0: Join the, conversation. Join the conversation. You're with Kate Talk. Now, if I say the words hyperbaric chamber, you almost certainly think of a scuba diver who surfaced too fast and suffered the bends. Maybe you remember one of the dreadful James Bond scenes where a villain met a very, very nasty end inside one such chamber. Sorry to reintroduce that memory if you've just dislodged it from your head. But did you know that hyperbaric treatment is not just for helping divers in distress? It actually has several other medical applications as well. And to tell us what they are and how it works, I'm delighted to welcome to the show Dr. Jonathan Rosenthal. He is the head of hyperbaric treatment unit at NetCare MediCross Takai. And uh, Dr. Rosenthal, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Ernie. Pleasure to join you.
0: Now, divers in the audience may be somewhat familiar with the concept, but for the sake of everybody else, won't you briefly explain what hyperbaric oxygen treatment actually entails?
1: Look, in its simplest form, um, hyperbaric means higher than normal pressure, so higher than a normal sea level atmospheric pressure. So it means pressure has been added to the environment, which of course would require the chamber. The oxygen part of it is to do with the gas that you're breathing. So normally we're breathing about 20% oxygen in normal air, and so what we do is we give 100% oxygen with increased pressure. So... In its simplest form, it's a higher than normal dose of oxygen that's been given.
0: And what is the benefit of having 100% oxygen flowing into your lungs? Uh,
1: It's it's fairly complex in some respects because in its pure form, um, oxygen can be dangerous as well. So like water, although it's good for you, too much water can be bad for you. So with oxygen... In the normal situation, you require a certain amount of it in order to live and survive and so forth. When we use it medically, we use a fairly significantly higher dose. So to give you an idea, we use 240 kilopascals. So to not be too technical, Mm -hmm. that's pure oxygen at the equivalent of about 14 meters under the surface of the sea, um, which is uh, many times higher than the normal amount of oxygen you would breathe. Now. Oxygen in its, its basic form is just for respiration, but something that helps people to understand sometimes how this works is that certain things will have different properties at different doses. So uh, an example of that would be something like aspirin, mm-hmm. where you would use a small dose, which helps to prevent blood clots. but That'll do nothing for a headache. Yeah. You need a higher dose. So too with oxygen, the dose that we're breathing now is keeping us alive. But if you use a much higher dose, you, you bring in certain other properties. And there are quite a number of them, but the, the essence is helping to compress bubbles and get rid of the decompression illness you referred mm-hmm. to but we actually see relatively few of those cases Uh, the majority it's helping to uh, patients with problem wounds with poor oxygen supply to tissues, various kinds of injuries and so forth.
0: So things like diabetic foot ulcers, I know, can benefit, uh, crush injuries, uh, skin grafts that are, are struggling to, to take, etc., can benefit from having the increased oxygen flow to the wound site. You've mentioned that pure oxygen can be dangerous if it's not very closely managed. Uh, Jonathan, are there are there risks associated with having this kind of treatment because of that?
1: Yes, no, look, it's, uh, the, the risks really would be divided into two categories. One would be the risks related to the pressure. So one needs to make sure that the uh, environment that is being used to increase the pressure, which we would call the chamber or the treatment facility, that needs to be safe and monitored and you don't want rapid changes in pressure, etc. Yeah. So that would be the one level of safety. The other would be related to an excess amount of oxygen itself, which can cause a variety of things including damage to lungs and tissues and so forth but those are, well in in correctly managed units one keeps well away from those danger zones but they certainly one needs to be aware of them
0: Very important thing you've just said in well managed units I know one of the concerns is that there has been a sort of an upspring of um, layman's treatment options using hyperbaric technology uh, not in a medical hospital setting Uh, Is it something you worry about?
1: Very much so. Um, in fact, uh, it's, it's an interesting timing of this interview in that I've, I've had some queries even in the last week where patients um, ended up uh, dealing with units that were in a sense, should we say marketing or offering hyperbaric treatment, but um, they generally are in facilities that are, are not supervised by an accredited and trained medical professional um, and also quite often offer not the, the correct dosage, in other words, lower pressures and lower concentrations of oxygen. So it's a little bit like saying, you know, if a course of antibiotics will cure you, you know, uh, a quarter of an antibiotic for a longer time will do the same thing. No, unfortunately, it doesn't. Right. So it is quite a concern, both from a safety point of view, as well as from people believing they are getting the correct dosage and type of treatment when in fact they're not.
0: So it's not actually medically effective. Now, how do you check that the facility you're going to is a properly accredited one? Obviously, if it's attached to a a Netcare MediCross uh, facility, you know it is. But but Jonathan, is there a a supervising body one should look for an accreditation from?
1: Absolutely, yes. There's a uh, a uh, voluntary non-profit organisation that uh, basically coordinates the the discipline uh, within South Africa which is called SAHUMA, South African Undersea and Hyperbaric Medical Association uh, and that involves academics and so on as well as private practitioners okay. people operating in the military and there's an accreditation process for facilities that ensures that the doctor is medically qualified, uh, suitably qualified that the chamber attendant is and that the facility itself is safe and, and being operated in the correct way.
0: Just for those who've come in late to the conversation, my guest on the line to us from Takai is Dr. Jonathan Rosenthal, who is the head of the Hyperbaric Treatment Unit at the NetCare Medicross cross uh, facility, talking to us about hyperbaric oxygen treatment. We've got some questions starting to come through on our WhatsApp line, just to say if you would like to know anything or if something concerns you or you'd like clarity on, you're welcome to either call in on 021-446-0567 or send a voice note to 0725671567. The first First and very pertinent question is from somebody who is claustrophobic, Jonathan, asking how distressing this kind of treatment facility would be for someone who suffers from claustrophobia. Mm -hmm.
1: Certainly, it's, it's, it's one of the challenges that we deal with. Uh, I've generally found that the vast majority of people, it's, it's, it's worse in the mind than in reality. Yeah. They're, they're essentially two different kinds of chamber uh, or treatment facility. The, the one is what we call a monoplace where one patient is treated at a time mm-hmm. and that is a, uh, essentially a tube for purposes of explaining it, but it's an acrylic see-through tube and there is an attendant, in our case, a qualified nursing sister sitting next to the patient the whole time they'll often watch television or listen to something and so whilst it is a tube it's transparent unlike you know, some people find things like CT scanners and so on quite claustrophobic yeah. but of course they're not transparent so that that can be helpful and there's a, a flow of air. The the other kind of treatment facility and uh, the one in, in Durban at St. Augustine's is of that nature is a what you call a multi-place facility where more than one patient will be treated at a time, and they tend to be obviously bigger. And uh, but they will then be an attendant inside the chamber with the patient. But to answer your question, it's it's it is a challenge for some, but uh, very very rare that people are are unable to sort of overcome mm. that mental picture.
0: How long do you actually have to spend inside the chamber?
1: Uh, it, most of the treatments, uh, obviously depending on the indication and so on, it would vary so the severe diving cases would be longer but the majority of the people that we see would be treated with a table, uh, we, I use the word table, sorry it's a technical term but yeah. it's, it describes the profile of pressurization and depressurization so it would be treated with a, a treatment that lasts just under two hours. Okay.
0: A question on the WhatsApp line from David uh, saying, I've never quite understood what the bends actually is. Could your doctor please explain for us? Would you like to tackle that one, Jonathan?
1: Yes, absolutely. Essentially, uh, any gas in which you are existing will dissolve in you. So an easy example is basically a a can of cool drink, uh, a fizzy cool drink when it's in the can at its pressure the there's no bubble uh once you release the pressure that gas that is dissolved in that liquid now is at a higher pressure than the environment so it actually forms bubbles and comes out and that's exactly what happens with the bends when you go down you're now breathing air when you're down at at depth under the water which is more concentrated which is fine but if you come up too rapidly and there's not chance for that air to come out of the blood slowly it then actually forms bubbles Mm -hmm. and that's that's exactly what the benz is
0: A Divers just joined the conversation and is listening with great interest. Now, he's asking about the percentage of patients who are divers. You've already said, uh, Jonathan, that in fact, that's not the majority of cases, that you're far more uh, seeing patients for for wound healing processes, etc., than you are um, compression illness. However, the, the question is, is this facility open to divers? I mean, if a diver feels they need it, can they come to you and ask to use it?
1: Yes, no, look, certainly we do treat divers. We also, or I I, as a clinician, also make use of some other chambers in Cape Town that are not set up for medical purposes in certain situations, but... Uh, the essence is yes. Uh, the best thing in South Africa, really, when there's a diving incident—in fact, anywhere in the world—is there's an organisation called Divers Alert Network, yeah. and they're again a non-profit that makes it their business to understand where there's a chamber, where is there a doctor who is suitably trained, available, etc. So to answer the question, yes, we are available, but um, the the best option is to actually uh, contact Divers Alert Network. And- and they will tell you where your closest facility is and even contact them on your behalf.
0: Wonderful. Thanks for alerting us to them. Sounds like an organisation we need to get on the show at a later date. Um, Jonathan, another question coming through on the WhatsApp line asking, is there an age limit to who can use it? Suitable for use in children with a bad wound, for example?
1: Uh age limit not, not in terms of exposure to treatment itself and, and the situations where it can benefit both the very elderly and the very young. Yeah. The the challenge in the so called monoplace where one patient goes in at a time is obviously in a smaller child the the distress, the yeah. agitation and so on. So we wouldn't regard it as appropriate for a small child in the monoplace facility, although in a multiplace that's possible. The the other important aspect of treatment is to be able to equalize the ear. Yes, same as you would when you're landing with an aeroplane and again in the smaller children there are ways we can get around that if we need to but that can be something that is challenging in, in the smaller child
0: How about medical aid coverage? Uh, is this uh, treatment recognised and covered by uh, the major medical aids in South Africa?
1: Absolutely. The, uh, in fact, it's a PMB benefit. Oh. So for certain uh, conditions, particularly I think the one listed is, is gas gangrene. Yeah. It's, a, it's a PMB benefit. So by, by law, it, it has to be a- approved. Um, but uh, that's obviously a very rare situation. Yeah. But the yeah. the major medical aid in South Africa certainly do fund. Um, but on the proviso that the uh, treatment facility is accredited, firstly, mm-hmm. I think that's reasonable, and also that it's a evidence-based and justified indication. Um, you know, obviously, they can't be expected to fund things that may work. Um, they need evidence, uh, and we fully support that. So there's a, a guidance body internationally that is in a sense, is over our Saluma, which is the UHMS, and also European equivalent. And they give it a, a list of indications where they feel there's adequate evidence. And generally speaking, with discussion and motivation and so on, the medical aids would cover for those.
0: Okay, thank you for that. Maybe we should circle back to that starting point of which, uh, which conditions this is potentially helpful with. Uh, I mentioned at the start, treatment of wounds, uh, crush injuries, you've mentioned the diving uh, permutations. Are there any other uh, uses that particularly in a South African context it's worth spreading the word that this might be a a therapy that could be considered
1: Yes, I would say uh, those are all obviously relevant the the ones that uh, I think at our unit and at most units around the world um, that are practicing evidence-based treatment uh, make up In excess of half the patients would be where you have injuries due to damage to the small vessels, the capillaries. Mm -hmm. Now, hyperbaric treatment is is pretty much the only thing that can help to regenerate those little capillaries where they've been damaged. And the two Mm -hmm. situations that typically will damage those will be diabetes over a long period of time. Mm and the other one would be radiation therapy so these are people who've had uh, usually successful treatment for cancer using radiation but unfortunately the radiation has a tendency to damage the small little blood vessels and hyperbaric treatment is is to my knowledge the only thing that really assists in regenerating those so people will have problems in for example the colon or the bladder after radiation for prostate and cervix um, with bleeding and pain etc and this is a, a common indication as, along with the diabetic complications but important just to, to maybe mention there certainly not for everybody okay. if there's a big artery that's blocked the hyperbaric treatment is going to do nothing for that so that will need to be sorted out first so it's, it's in very selected cases
0: In closing then if somebody is listening to this interview whether it is a, a, pata- a patient with a slow healing wound or uh, another medical practitioner who is wondering whether this particular treatment might be a benefit to one of their patients how does someone reach out to you for more information doctor
1: look we can be contacted through uh, through the Tukai medical center contact numbers i don't know if you want us to give those out or not and uh, via the internet as well but usually the best is to to make a telephonic uh, contact and then one can decide on whether an appointment or a telephone conversation or an email exchange is the most appropriate
0: thank you so much for your time this afternoon dr jonathan rosenthal it's been a fascinating conversation appreciate your time a new pleasure. Thank you. All the best to you. Dr. Jonathan Rosenthal, head of the Hyperbaric Treatment Unit at the NetCare MediCross Takai. Uh, if you go to the NetCare website, netcare.co.za, on the list of facilities, you'll find the details for the MediCross Takai Centre. If you want to give them a call uh, to find out more or ask about setting up an appointment, their phone number is 021-710-9950.